I should send you this link in case you want to scroll through and fuck around. Yeah, you know I like to fuck around. Fucking love fucking around. Um, fucking love it. Welcome back, everybody, to the most awesome and brand and a sports podcast coming at you as we always do. And we have a dynamite episode 153 for your eardrums. Guys, do us a favor. Please subscribe. Leave five stars. Tell a friend. Shoot us an email at mabsportspodcast at gmail.com. I am Brandan. With me, as always, try to short him and he'll game stop you. Most awesome. Ooh, that's right. I'm coming for you, yeah. Wall Street bros. <laughs> Get the Can't fuck out of here. Keep a good... Man, Dan, how you doing, brother? You got the cap on? You got hit with some snow? Yeah, that's what? right, baby. We're just doing it's snow day right here out there. This is my my shovel wear slash run around, play with the kids in the backyard. They build we a got, snowman, all the classics and stuff. Classic snow angel, snowman. Lots of fight. what's that? A little snowball fight, throwing snowballs. Snow, oh yeah, lots of snowball fights. Even so much so to like make the the rule no face shots all right enough with the face shots oh that's nice when they get to the age where you have to actually be like now you're getting how to actually take a grown right. man down right not give me the face with that snowball please. you yeah you don't want me to get a little heated right start, <laughs> no start warming up the fucking old cannon i'm gonna randy johnson you oh my god guys we have a jam-packed episode 153 we're doing rip from the headlines we're doing qb carousel we're gonna hit that um i don't think we are hitting the inbox i didn't pull anything from the inbox we got plenty though the apostle show now fuck you keep writing man brandana gambling corner we're gonna do super bowl props and we're gonna finish as we always do with our mvp of the week ladies and gentlemen you're our power it starts now extra extra read all about it I'm talking front page story all over the world. It shook up men, women, boys, and girls. The headlines there. If you want to be rich, then you better make sure that you got your shit. Oh, come on. Uh, QB care. So, while we talk about this week, brother, don't don't act coy with me. Okay. <laughs> don't don't fucking do this to me, dude. Not, not a phrase I just coined. I've been asking know, that know, for around three years now. We're talking about this because the first of many. QB dominoes has felt as Matt Stafford was traded for Jared Goff, Matt Stafford of the Lions to the Rams with some picks as well, too. Two first rounders, a third rounder. We want to see what what sets up left for the for the rest of the QBs in the market and along with this deal as well, too. So who won this trade? the rams won the trade <laughs> okay, i think stafford like everybody feels yeah. excited for stafford go to the rams i mean rams have a lot of weapons this could be a good fit for him the lions are so the lions got a new head coach they're yep. obviously buying low on golf uh even though like two first round picks does seem oh that's coming their way yeah so they're yes. i mean they're buying super low on golf yep. so uh maybe they're kind of getting a deal here are they building for the future are like they just accepting we're not going to win now or do they actually think you know this will kind of supplement a run they could actually make in that nfc north yeah see i'm i'm i don't i I don't think that's the case i think they're they're building for the future it'll be interesting to see what they do with the seventh overall pick in this draft this year because i'm not really sold on this it's like goff has proven like even with the best of tools around him and and a great a defense we're a wild card 
maybe conference championship. And it was yeah, a, a, a wild card team this year that he was actually going to be benched in. Right. Exactly. <laughs> yes. Just because of the injury to the backup quarterback. Yeah, exactly. So that was, you know, that's not a, a great, you know, uh, vote of confidence for your QB that you're getting. The, the question that I have is well, what are we trying to do? Are we trying to totally rebuild, which is I, what I thought the idea of trading Stafford was for the lions would just be re- rebuilding. We're going to start a new, we're going to, we're going to, we're going to trade an asset, get picks and bring in guys that we want. While Goff is a competent quarterback, his salary is a little bit of an albatross. And it's like, well, now we're kind of limited by what we're going to, what we're going to do. Like, are we, are, I'm just worried, like, are we going to be a perpetual seven, seven and nine, eight and eight, nine and seven team with like a mid round first pick. And it's like, are we really going to like get top talent, you know, picks in, in this system, bring in top talent guys. Uh, you know, if you didn't think that a QB was good this year, why not just trade Stafford suck. Right. And, and hope that you can get a, a 2022 quarterback that you really like or 2023 with, you got so many different assets available to you. Yeah. It's so great that a team can actually do it correct. And they almost have to stumble into it. And the reason they can't is just how fast that QB carousel moves or how fast the, uh, actually the coaching carousel, sorry, you know, or like how hot those seats become like no coaches couldn't be open about it or couldn't probably strategize with management being like, this is what the plan is. Like we got to just blow this thing up. Like Mm -hmm. the worse we can go next year, the better. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Teams that we do see go one and 15, oh, and 16, they're almost like so incompetent that it puts them in a better position than these guys that are kind of tread water. So let's look at the flip side of that coin too. So um, Matt Stafford couldn't get it done with the Lions. Granted, there wasn't a lot of weapons there. Mm-hmm. Does he have weapons now to really take kind of that next step and, you know, get his first playoff win? Yeah, absolutely. I mean, this is this is the big pressure for him. I mean, I think it's a, a good fit and play style, right? You know, they love the play action. They did a lot with Jared Goff. I think that that is something that he is excited about. And he's got real receivers, Robert Woods, uh, Cooper Cup, uh, you know, even Josh Reynolds and some of these other guys, they have decent, you know, uh, weapons around them. Um, and And a defense that is, that is far and away better than any defense that has ever backed up Matt Stafford. So he hasn't had to win at all. Um, and then you match him up with a, a pretty offensive minded guy in Sean McVay. And, and I think it's a good fit. So huge pressure coming in on him though. It's kind of like, you know, you've got to get to the conference title this, this, this next year, right? You've got to go and exceed, you know, one win and getting into the semifinals of the NFC, you know, playoffs is not going to, it's not going to work. You got to get it's NFC championship or bust. Otherwise it's a bad deal for them. Cause that window is, is slowly starting to close. Yeah, I, I agree. But I think he's definitely hungry to get it done. I think he's really yeah. going up to the races. Uh, I mean, we see Tom Brady was able to do this. I mean, different guys that come in their first year and really make a push and kind of just like change and revitalize like a whole team. How, mm-hmm much work is it going to take and is Matt Stafford going to be able to do it like learning this new offense like how is that transition going to work oh yeah I mean I don't think it's going to be I mean Matt Stafford is you know he's a hard-working guy like he's a totally team guy um I love him here in Detroit I mean he was he was great so I don't think officially the deal can't get done until March 17th 
Um, but I'm sure he's watching a bunch of Rams tapes already. And it's not like this unmarked know. FedEx envelope shows up and just opens <laughs> right. it up and it's just a Rams playbook. <laughs> the return address is like S McVeigh. You're like, wait a second. Yeah. So, I mean, that's the thing too, is it's like, I think he's in there already studying. And I, I know, you know, he gave, it's interesting too, because the new general manager, Brad Holmes, uh, came from the Rams organization for the, you know, he's a new general manager for the lions. So I, I'm sure it was a, a clear and easy deal that they were able to get. Um, and I'm sure there was a little home cooking and making sure that that deal was going to work. I'd be, I'll be interested to see too with Stafford, if they restructure his deal. Cause I think, I think that they can, they will likely have to restructure Stafford's deal. Same with golf too. try and get a little bit of that, you know, cap space uh, freed up because when you trade these guys, you know, golf getting traded leaves the Rams with $22.2 million in dead money, meaning that that's like cap space. That's just eviscerated and gone. Yeah. Uh, same thing with the lions lines are like 19 million. So they can, they can get cute here in the next coming days up until the 17th to restructure those deals and then, and then make that trade happen. New punishment. You must send 10% of all dead money to the MAB sports podcast. Um, all right, buddy, let's jump in on, those were from the headlines because it's kind of the number one thing that actually happened. These other ones, we're kind of waiting to see what does happen. It's becoming, uh, I mean, 100% clear that Watson is not going to be uh, Texan and next Texans. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. And just real quick, I just like to just real make a little yeah. Mapsterdamus note. If you guys remember, like four or five pods ago, we were talking about this cap situation with the Texans. They're yeah. saying that the JJ Watt is moving on. And I talked about that way yeah. back then that they're going to have to move on to free up his Look $17 million. Dollars. Not even on topic for the rip, but he's just I gotta just, let you know. I got right? exactly. They don't call me MA for. <laughs> That's for right. A we might no forget reason. about it. Yeah, it might be two yeah. years from now. Um. All right. So uh, he's gonna leave. Where is he landing? Just give me three spots that kind of make sense. So yeah. So I think he's come out and said, you know, or somebody on his team has said because he does have a no trade clause, which kind of puts him in the driver's seat of demanding where he can go. Yeah. So he said the Jets, the New York Jets, which is an interesting, um you know, landing spot for him. I think everyone and myself included, like the, my, the fit with my, the Miami dolphins makes a lot of sense. They can do a very similar trade as what we saw with, um, with, uh, with uh, Tua, right. Giving an asset back plus picks. Um, and then a third, third spot. Indianapolis. The Colts are one because they have um, yes, because they have, uh, a lot of cap space. And I was going to say that or Washington because they both have a lot of cap space and they're both teams that are poised to make a run. Uh, so it'll just see, you know, those two, neither of those two teams I've heard any chatter about, but I'd yeah. be interested to see, you know, um, you know, Watson going back to the East coast, you know, uh, if Washington would be a destination with Ron Riviera. And like I said, a really solid young defense, uh, in a relatively weak division. Like I, I, I love the, the Washington football team as a landing spot for one of these guys. I don't know who's going to want to move there, but it's a real winnable division with a team that's up and coming. And uh, they've got a lot of cap space available to them. So I'd be, I'd be interested to see how they uh, turn out as, as kind of uh, market movers. Yeah. I want to say two of these things real fast. Um, so I wonder if, you know, it's like some of these teams like kind of refuse to trade in the same conference or sometimes like even like, especially like in the same division, right? Like, is that kind of what we're looking at with the Texans, which might kind of take the Colts off the table, which would make sense to me. Yeah. But like, is, are they completely, you think, trying to avoid all of the AFC? 
I mean, you know, I, if I'm if I'm Cal McNair, so hit me over the head with a two by four, Cal McNair. But yeah, I wouldn't want to see, I wouldn't want, you know, potentially definitely not twice a year seeing Deshaun Watson yeah. come back into my building and just go scorched earth on me. Uh, but you know, the potential of, you know, meeting them in this regular season or playoffs, I, I wouldn't want to do that. So I would be looking to try and move him NFC, but I also realized that, and this will be, this will be the biggest chess piece of it all is, is how much are they willing to play ball? Because are they going to management, the Texans management, are they going to just say, well, we'll see if you don't play then. Let's see if you don't play. That's what I was thinking. I, I feel like you come in, it's almost like Watson shot himself in the foot coming so public about like how he's absolutely going to be out to Texans. Cause now the Texans can like checkmate his checkmate and be like you know we tried to get the deal together with miami uh we can't give up these many assets or like we weren't getting enough back so sorry like our hands were tied there's nothing right. we could do but you do have the options of washington or the jets if you want to go play there right right right. yeah exactly um yeah and that's one of those things too where it's like i, I you know i do think you're right like coming out so publicly and so strong too um is i get you know making sure that everyone knows that you're unhappy but i mean that's what your your agents are for right those are the ones kind of working the back angles of it and 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 calling all the different offices and saying you know you know i know we can't discuss this outright but if this guy would become available what would you be thinking would be you know you know a requisite uh, you know, compensation package for that. Right. So they'll, they'll talk in coded language and then they'll bring it back to their thing. Well, this is what we're hearing on our end. You know what I mean? You're telling me that Miami doesn't want to add two firsts. I know from pretty good sources that they do want to do two firsts. So, you know what I mean? So I think that's what your agent like the agents and management have to kind of hold the, hold the Texans management feet to the fire. That makes Absolutely. sense. Absolutely. Yeah. hundred percent. Uh, so the thing with Watson too, is I, I feel like he almost had to say something too, even though we were just like, why go public and like be, it's just like, wasn't he, this wasn't completely true, but it almost started to get the vibe of everyone else had to get out of Houston because it was such a fucking train wreck, but like Watson's kind of okay with it. You know, yeah. like it, it felt like there was like a year of talking of just like, why is Watson okay with this? Why is Watson okay with this? And he's just like, finally, he's just like, man, I got to let the fucking people know that I am not okay with this. Right, right. Yeah. And that's the thing is, is like, yeah, with the Hopkins deal, he backed Bill O'Brien. Then obviously Bill O'Brien kept doing Bill O'Brien things. And then he got fired. And then it was like, all right, well, you know, and maybe Watson did really like Bill O'Brien as a coach and the scheme that they were doing. Sure. That's it. Didn't. Yeah. Right. 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 <laughs> for a moment. I mean, for a minute it did work. And then, you know, the chiefs destroyed that franchise and then, you know, you know, Bill O'Brien started doing crazy shit, like trade for a broken down running back for a, a premier wide receiver. And then the rest is history. But, you know, maybe he's like, all right, maybe I'm willing to give you this guy a benefit of the doubt. Cause I've trusted him, you know, before, and then it just went totally south. And then it's like, you know, there's all the story of that. Oh, I forget what his name is. Drink everybody. Jacob Easter Bay or Justin Easter Bay. This like this guy that hangs around the Texans. There's been uh, stories written about him on The Athletic and other places where he's this like former youth minister or pastor. And he's like, you know, there to kind of keep guys accountable. But everyone thinks this guy's a giant snake. And he's really got the ear of Cal McNair. And he's the one that dissuaded McNair from including Watson in this um you know in the in the conversation of gm and and head coach 
so this was on oh good buddy sorry yeah, yeah no 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 so so i think that at that point he's just like the straw you know that that's the final straw yeah. these things are mounting and you're to your point b it's like well now i gotta say something because i can't let like four things in a row just kind of like get shit on and then i have to you know just be yeah. like oh guy i'm okay with it. i'm a team guy no yeah look look like you're just kind of along for the ride as opposed to the one driving the ship right uh, look at that bro match of lacroix the Crow Boys, baby! It's one of your rare Sunday day time. That's wow. right. We're just um, right. hydrated. What about right now? I'm going to give you an offer. This has been kind of kicked around on our uh, friend football thread. Ooh. We think about Deshaun Watson, and I call you up, Jacksonville Jaguars. And I'm like, why don't you not worry about, you know, picking up um, – What's his name? Trevor Lawrence. Trevor Lawrence. Like, why don't you take Deshaun Watson, a proven product right now and give us that number one pick? Yeah. I mean, that is a, that is a move that if I'm the Texans, right. I can save a little face and get a great, a quality Trevor Lawrence, you know, best quarterback prospect since Andrew Luck. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, Best quarterback prospect probably since Peyton Manning. Right. I mean, a surefire number one, everyone's loved this guy. And a number one overall pick, you get Deshaun Watson. They do have cap space. Um, I know enough to absorb Watson's deal. Urban Meyer, the new head coach for the Jacksonville Jaguars, would the you know Watson would fit very well into whatever scheme if he if he run a similar scheme to what was done at Ohio. You fill out the rest, mm-hmm. and you know I, I I I think that that would be a huge win for them. Now their defense sucks. And Watson might say no to that because he's like, I don't think that they're, I'm not the, I'm not the one piece that's going to help them win. This is why I'm a little questioning of, of New York anyways, but at least I think with New York, it offers a, a, a marketing and brand, a lucrative package that is, you know, no other few other franchise other than like the Rams, you know, in LA have the ability to add the like ancillary marketing deals that could happen by being in that city or being in that oh state. no baby you got it all wrong man jacksonville is the new york of florida <laughs> that's they say. Right, right. you haven't heard that <laughs> i haven't heard that no that's new uh, are you new- working for the jacksonville <laughs> travel board is that what it is commerce 100 um so the uh atlanta falcons i'm just going to run through some teams also uh oh i'm yeah, to I like some, some switches so uh atlanta falcons about ryan starting there next year so that's t- the only thing that's tough this is again this is where the whole remember restructure- remember audience our boy ma knows his salary caps yes and I, that's exactly where it's going to go yeah. so if they cut him or trade him they eat 44 million dollars and they're they're already over as is the cap yeah. so it's going to get a little tricky right now i think here's where the domino pieces fall right so let's 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 take a step back and go san francisco 49ers what are they going to do with jimmy g are they sticking with him because if they're not now's the perfect time to get off that ship because if they trade him or cut him, they free up. Uh, they'll have thirty-three million dollars worth of salary cap. They free up like twenty-two million bucks, right? Which is big enough to absorb a Matt Ryan, right? Yeah. Kyle Shanahan, who was the offensive play caller for the Falcons before he took the head coach job at 49ers, the uh, the infamous, you know, offensive coordinator who blew the Super Bowl not once but twice. Yeah, with his bike on. Or What's that? Two anti rings. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Negative rings. 
and then also too so if they don't get so that's a, a landing spot potentially little home cooking little change of scenery and for a team well, well, that, Hassi, I, do you say i know jumping in one but i want to talk about uh let's talk about atlanta sometimes we're like the quarterback's a great talent and the team's the problem right. and sometimes we're just like the team could be like a talent and like the qb's not there is is matt ryan still have the chops to take a team to the conference championship game the super bowl i think in the right right position he could i mean you know, I mean, I don't, I, I feel like I picture him throwing interceptions in the end zone, no matter what color his Jersey is. <laughs> right. Well, that's always going to be, you know, that's always going to be the way he plays, <laughs> but I mean, you know, but I do think it's just a strategy cotton. Let's see how it works out for <laughs> right, him. Right. Exactly. But I do think that, you know, he, of, of the available quarterbacks that are out there, like he's a competent quarterback and the, the, the 49ers for all their injury issues, and all their lack of stellar quarterback play, we're still, I mean, it's not great, but six and 10 is like, wow, that's considering like we lost Bosa, we lost this guy, we lost that guy. We have a like hodgepodge secondary, you know, this is pretty, you know, Debo Samuels didn't play for a really long time. They played pretty well considering all the, the things that went against them, you know, luck wise or injury luck wise. Yeah. So getting, getting off of Jimmy G and maybe also too potentially a little, rendezvous with jimmy g and the patriots let's not see how that domino falls reconnect we'll reconnect but here's the other thing b if they don't if they can't make it work with atlanta and i like i said you know it's a proven quarterback and if i want to win now if i'm kyle shannon are are you jumping to san francisco don't jump to san francisco yet Uh, but i want to take another thing for you because i think you might like this all right okay another 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 person you know how to he wears purple yeah (laughs) so if they were to trade the Vikings to San Francisco, they'd save $11 million. Um, before June 1st, they'd save 11 million bucks getting off of uh, Kirk Cousins final deal. If they waited until after June 1st, they would save $21 million by trading cousins. So where Cous- are we shipping cousins to the 49ers, I believe. Okay. Yeah, cause, cause Shanahan has talked about the virtues of one Kirk cousins before in the past and what a good quarterback he is. And in that play action game might be an interesting fit. You don't need to do too much Kirk cousins, just dink and dunk your way down in San Francisco. Just stay standing upright. Just <laughs> cause the defensive line is running after you. You don't have to forfeit immediately. So uh, real fast on this scenario that moves for the Minnesota Vikings. They now have, um pretty pretty boy what's his name i just forgot you could go you could go jimmy g if they did like a straight up trade yeah. um which i don't even know if they'd even want to do that they could do, sit there not. let me weigh in on that yeah exactly they do not they could also see what what happens in the 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 shake ups of you know who's going where like alex smith my guess is going to get released right so do they want to go that direction do they do want to go- alex smith no, no, I don't think you'd want it. I don't think you'd want that. No. My, my point is, is there's going to be some other quarterbacks that are available that you can get off of. Well, let me throw this one at you real And save fast. a little money. Well, yeah. Throw Maybe it this you. will happen. Does Dak Prescott start for the Cowboys next year? This is, that's a great point, right? Yes, because now he's going to come out. If they can't get it done, maybe they want to go all in and get off that cap money, you know, get that money off of, off of Cousins and free up some, some cap dollars to go all in on little Dak Prescott. This will be interesting. I was thinking about Dak too, because depending on how everything shakes up, you know, we're not talking about COVID, but you know, with COVID and if these medical teams can actually get, 
you know, get these guys in the room and actually put them under for evaluation, kind of what hurt and hampered Cam Newton last year, the reason why he took such a low deal. It'll be interesting to see how Dak, you know, how his evaluations will go post-surgery with his ankle and all that stuff. And if, if teams would be willing to invest big dollars on him if they're not able to see him medically. Look at this. I inside scoop here, yeah. uh, source, just kind of like if you just want a professional to talk about it. Uh, I broke my ankle. Yeah, let baby. Me you, let me tell you. I can still do all the tricks I used to be able to. Bro. Still got <laughs> okay. It. All right. All right. Yeah, yeah. That's still good. Very good. Scoop. I like that. I like that. Yeah. Uh, okay. We already talked about the Dolphins. Uh, let's go to the Carolina Panthers. Teddy, two gloves. Mm. Uh, start there next year. It's got to be, right? I mean, he had a. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 15 TDs, 11 INTs, 3,700 yards, 69%, you know. So is it kind of we know what we've got with Teddy Two Gloves? He's relatively inexpensive, and I think they're one of those teams where it's like it's going to be interesting. They only have about $7 bucks in cap space, so they're going to have to get real creative right now as it stands to see how they can move money to find a way to get – you know, to get to that $25 million mark. Cause I think that that's to get a real quarterback, to get like a Dak, like you're talking about, or, you know, to make a trade for somebody that, you know, you can absorb a big, a big contract. Uh, that's where you're going to have to be at. Hey, so, Bridgewater, uh, back to the Vikings. Let's do it. Yeah. Like, that, yeah. I mean that, that wouldn't be totally crazy. And I think like, depends on how for, for Zimmer, the Vikings, like how much faith does, you know, if he's like, hey, if we we kind of take a back seat this year to kind of free up our cap situation, can we take a flyer on a on a you know Jimmy G or a Teddy Two Gloves for a stopgap for or Jacoby Brissett for a stopgap for a year, you know, and then you know free up our cap space and try and bring in a big guy for next year for twenty twenty two. This seems like to be one of the bigger stories that we actually will see a change. Uh, Carson Wentz is he starting Philadelphia next year? No. I think he goes, I think the Colts is the biggest, most likely landing spot for him. Frank Wright was the offensive coordinator back when they won the Super Bowl uh, a handful of years ago. Now he's the head coach of the Colts. Um, They're Mike Tannenbaum, um, who's a former general manager for the Jets, talked about an interesting scenario where uh, basically if, if Wentz cut a $20 million check back to the Eagles, they could trade him and the Colts could make a good on that with a $20 million signing bonus. So that way they could make that deal work. He explained it much better than I did, but basically the gist of it is, is Carson way would Carson Wentz would have to pay his way out of Philadelphia. If he wanted to go to, to the Colts or, or pretty much any other uh, club that's out there because of the, the, the way that the, his deal is structured, um, you know, unless they, you know, unless the, the, the Eagles want to eat like 50 million bucks or 40 million bucks, which I don't think they want to do to move on from Carson Wentz. Excuse me, Mr. Wentz, Mr. Wentz, before you exit the building, <laughs> uh, back to your locker out, uh, going to need to sit down with that checkbook. Right, right. Exactly. <laughs> um, I'm going to need to call the bank. <laughs> I'm going to need two <laughs> forms of ID. Going <laughs> to have to call the bank. Just a second. I got him on the horn. Just a sec. Um, I bet we talked that um, real fast. I'll hit some, that probably not a change, but in case you want to weigh on that, Pittsburgh Steelers, we still got Roethlisberger. I mean, I think as of this point, yes. Now they'd be an interesting person to see what that all shakes out. But I mean, I, I would, I'd be just surprised to see Roethlisberger retire. 
after this year. You know what I mean? I think he, I think he wants to run it back one more time. Uh, oh, I forgot to say though, but you think in Philadelphia when Wentz leaves and writes that big fat check that it's just going to be, let's see, let's let Hertz cook a little bit. Let's see what he, he can do this season. Yeah. I think, you know, smart football says in the Eagles that they're going to, they're going to let Wentz go and uh, you know, they're going to make their systems easier to learn and study up there in the Eagles. So, uh, so yeah, so they're going to let Hertz run with it. Yeah. I mean, some of this stuff is kind of unpredictable. Like, you know, we talked a little bit about the Jets who could go there where Sam Darnold ends up. Uh, it's kind of hard to say if he has a starting job, like uh, does Cam Newton find another starting job? I think we talked to what, and I think we talked about this last year also when we were trying to figure out who was going to come to new England and here we are in this position again, but let's talk about it because it is interesting figuring out exactly. And maybe there's even more of a, not that you can get more of a fire underneath Belichick's ass, but you know, oh, in yeah. our, like in our race of, Brady versus Belichick. I mean, Brady just took a huge lead, if not close to lapping. Like, what's Belichick thinking? He's got to get somebody in there that can win now. Yeah. Yeah. And so I think, yeah, I mean, the San Francisco, like I touched on Jimmy G, I think makes a lot of sense if he wants to, you know, have a little bit of a reclamation project. But yeah, they're definitely moving on from Newton. I wondered if like Mitch Trubisky, right? Maybe that's somebody that they can find on the scrap heat, something cheap. That's right. where you would find him. Yes. <laughs> right. Exactly. Because <laughs> I just located. don't, I just don't see, you know, I don't see now they do have $58 million in cap space. So could they be players in, in the Carson Wentz market? Are they want to go, are they going to want to go that direction? Are they going to wait? You know, maybe somebody gets, gets cut and, and bought out here. Um, that we're not expecting. Could they go back to Jacoby Brissett, who's been in there? I think the one thing is, is I think Belichick will definitely go after somebody that he knows before as any indication of every backup that they've ever had. Brian Hoyer goes away, comes back. You know, all these guys come back into the fold. I don't see them drafting a quarterback this year. Um. I just, I just don't see it. I mean, it would be and, and not, and not, and not giving the keys to Stidham either. Yeah. I don't think it's Stidham. I don't think that, I, you know, we've seen it a little bit. I don't think it, we're really going to turn that, you know, franchise over to him. If, if, Be- if Belichick is worried about his legacy. Well, what, if, why, what, it's, what does it come up the, the Watson? If they have all this like cap room, can the Patriots not make a strong push for Watson? Just not enough other assets to give him. They could. It all depends if, if, he wants to even go there right here's the thing is is with with what you just said in 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 belichick almost getting lapped by brady yeah is everyone now as within the nfl going is this is is brady the reason right maybe not so much belichick is his stock even with like the market of the players like drop down a little bit and then going well maybe he isn't the shit that we thought he was that's a great point too because as soon as it drops now it's not like you're attracting other talent also and so that's yeah. still like uh, Watson's going to want that wide receiver talent. Uh, let's talk, let's do talk bears real fast. Um, yes. So definitely moving on from uh, trash scrap heap from a boy. Trubisky. Um, the it's, it's interesting, right? Cause I think trash. that they've still got trash heap, trash heap, tr- Trubisky trying to say that five times fast <laughs> um, because yeah, I don't believe trying to think i think he's up this year as well too so they might bring him back on a depends on uh, depends on that market now now here's a team that has they're 10 million bucks in the hole so they've got to make a few moves uh, you know just to get out of it akeem hicks 
um, is probably the guy that they're going to, they're going to cut for sure. A couple others. I mean, they still have foals on the books for this year. So maybe they just ride with foals for one more year. Uh, but it depends on what sort of leash Nagy has with the, with the bears. Right. Um, uh, you know, they're going to have to figure something out to, to get into that market. Cause I don't think they have, you know, they don't have any assets for making the Cleo Mack trade, right. And draft picks they are a little devoid of talent, um, you know, given all that stuff to the Raiders. So uh, they're, they're a little bit in a, in a tricky spot because there's not a lot of moves that they can make or assets that they have that they can give back to, uh, to get Watson. Yeah. You could almost see, see how like a franchise, how it could just snowball and get away from you. Like one, one of these teams has to go shitty or, I mean, we're going to have like a lot of mediocre, like seven and nine teams, but yeah. like, what do the bears do? So they don't like, they move on from Trubisky. I mean, who can they make a move on? Like maybe Cam Newton, like bring him in there for a year, but they have to be somebody kind of like second tier that you're like crossing your fingers for. Yeah. And then who's coming out of the, I mean, is it, uh, you know better than I out of the 2022 NFL draft are there I mean there's no quarterback as of yet that's on the scene that's going to be like a like a Trevor Lawrence level talent no definitely not not at this point um you know because there's always going to be the guys like Zach Wilson out of BYU that have really like shot up the draft boards uh he's in it for this this year so there's always going to be some some of those guys that are out there and I'm just trying to rack my oh uh, the kid from USC, I think he's a junior next year. There's a little bit, Keldon, Keldon Slovis. I think he, there's a little bit of hype around him, but yeah, it's like, you know, that'd be awful risky to like try and tank for, you know, an, a relatively like untru- unproven prospect, right? Justin well, Fields, yeah, Trevor Lawrence, these guys were known well before the draft. If you want to know about the 2022 draft, Tune in to episode 213 of the MMB Sports <laughs> Podcast, and we'll get all the info you need. Um, all right, uh, getting through just a couple more weird teams. I did want to talk about the New Orleans Saints. We got Drew Brees. He walking the sunset. Uh, I think he is. For, for everything that we were reading online, that they, you know, that they were kind of speculating that that scene with him and Brady, you know, kind of, you know, if you put your, I guess, if you put your own spin on it, like he is going to retire, it sure as hell seems like it. Uh, and it, or it could have just been two guys, just, you know, old veterans just going at it, shaking hands. But, uh, but yeah, I mean, a, a hellish season for him. I mean, he looks, that final game was awful. And, you know, when they say when it goes, it goes quickly in the NFL. Yeah. Um, so I, I would, I would assume that he'd have to be just beaten up and broken down. Plus they're going to, the, the saints are going to need him. The saints are $112 million over the fucking cap i don't even know i don't even know where you even begin to start just chopping away the saints are gonna i mean if i mean it'll be interesting to see what they do this offseason because they want to taste a pill it don't they i think they're gonna have to because he's on the books now but they're gonna have to cut so many players i mean restructure so many deals uh, the the gm mickey loomis for the saints has got his fucking work cut out from partly like, his own fault i mean like play with one less cornerback they're just like we can only feel 10 so we can afford give us a break what what, what what are you now i'm just talking outside the box but what do you think about playing two ways <laughs> can, we, can we get our offensive lineman to play defensive line can we do that 
<laughs> the guy saw a run of security. Like, does he also know left tackle? Like, maybe we could double up and we can put him on the actual like staff of the stadium and have him come out. Yeah. Play a little yeah. Bit. Um, okay, let's just cover real fast the last one I want to talk about. We we touched on it briefly, but they obviously have to do something, and that's the Indianapolis Colts. Yes. So um, uh, we definitely have a retirement there. Um, yep. Our boy Philip Rivers said it's done. The only quarterback they have contract going to 2021 is Jacob Eason. So I don't think, I mean, no team really wants to, they have to make a move for somebody. I mean, I don't know if it's like a, like a Sam Darnold, if he moves, I just kind of wonder what caliber the Indianapolis Colts are looking at. Cause like one of the premier defenses in the AFC uh, still yep. seems pretty quick uh, have weapons on offense. So it would be, I think there has to be a little bit of urgency just knowing how tight the windows can get in the NFL and how fast they can close about getting a quarterback back in there that can get them to the postseason. Yeah, I mean, they will definitely be movers. They have $64 million in cap space. So they are they're burning up the phones. And I think, you know, if I'm if I'm the Colts, I'm I'm making that big push for Watson. I mean, that'd be my he's on the market. We can't not let this happen yeah, because our window our window is so tight on this, as we just talked about the Saints. That window doesn't stay open for that long. Yeah. I just think like inner inner uh, division is uh, that's just got to be a deal breaker for every single owner. Like yeah. it, just, it just has to be. Oh, I totally agree. Yeah. It's one of those things. It's like, it'll be, you know, you, but you're going to have to wow them. You're going to have to beat, you're going to have to overpay for that. Are they willing to do that? Are they willing to give three first rounders and a couple seconds and thirds? You know what I mean? Cause yeah. that's, that's what it's, that's what it's taken. And, and maybe even like a person as well as, you know, a, a, an asset, you know, a contract um, because I don't, I don't see anything. I don't see any other way. You know what I mean? Yeah, absolutely. Uh, yeah. But if they don't, if they miss Carson Wentz, like I said, that's a spot where the market isn't going to be as volatile, volatile because of his, his deal. Um, you know, you've got, one of the bigger landing spots for him to come there. So maybe you go that direction. Like I said, the Eagles are, you know, across, you know, it's not in the interdivision like it is with the, with the Texans. So I, I, I see them looking that way, or they can just sit there and go, maybe no, fuck it. Let's go Dak Prescott. You know, I don't want all the, I don't want to give up any assets and I just want to, Hey, they fucked you over for however long. And we're going to open up the checkbook. We're going to give you whatever you want. Cause we're going to try and win now. Yeah, Carson Wentz, bring a checkbook over here. We need another check cut. <laughs> yeah, Carson. Um, yeah, so we're gonna need you to put up your Toyota Celica for collateral on this deal. Oh, bro. Oh, you know we're gonna rename this like Cap Talk, brother. You nailed it. You Thank turn you, it brother. from just like one guy spout. It's just like, mm, wouldn't it be fun to see Brosette and like the Vikings <laughs> end to like actual like this is how it's gonna break down. Appreciate it, brother. All right, let's move on. Neapolitan showdown. Bring it to the jam. So let's leave it alone, cause we can't see eye to eye, there ain't no good guy, there ain't no bad guy, there's only you and me and we just disagree. Hi brother, top three rock and roll front men. I always like have said it. Did I say this in the uh the top? Yep, I said you that. said it. You said it. And I always I just get so in the zone. It just comes to you, bro. Exactly. Remember like early potting, we were just like, I don't even remember saying that. I just say something, and you'd like we'd re-listen to our pod and be like, say it, you dumb motherfucker. <laughs> say it, say something. And then you say it, and you're like, oh thank God. Yes. Yeah. 
I'm not an idiot. Um, all right, top three rock and roll front men. I think you picked this because you wanted a W. Because I think I I won the last couple weeks. You've you've been you've been you've been owning me, no doubt about it. No, but I I was thinking about. You no, know, I don't like music. I yeah, but I'm not a big music guy either. So this will okay. be real fun. Right. I I thought it'd be even playing field, but yeah. no, I was I forget what I was watching. There's something I was watching where I was like, man there we haven't done anything i wanted thinking like can we do food i don't know what food i want to talk about but i was like oh like rock and roll front man that's like a like that's like such a, like a staple of like rock and roll like the iconic front man so i wanted to talk about it let's talk about it buddy let's um it. i had a few on these so i did a little bit um so it's what we're looking for it's just not about like singing songwriting or right. you need to have like kind of that energy, that buzz. So maybe like yeah. these front men aren't necessarily like in my favorite bands, but it's just like, it's just like when they're on stage, it's just like, wow. Yeah. You just made me think of one too while I was at it. It's going to make my console bracket. Um, but I also look at it from like an actual band. Like you won't hear Bruce Springsteen on here, even though he's got the E Street band, but it's like, you're going to yeah. see Bruce. Okay. I was going to ask that. I'll move it down to my constellation. Uh, well, it was on my constellation because I wasn't sure if Elton John counted. Like, right. I, like he's a performer and a showman, but it's not, I does. You don't think like band. It's just like, you just think hey, of Elton, Elton John, yeah. where's the rest of the band? It's just like Elton John, where's your piano? And like, that's kind of <laughs> right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, you want me to go with number three? Yeah. Three buddy. Let's hear it. So I, I went back on one of three guys for my number three spot. And then I just sat there and said, M.A., don't overthink this. Just go back to your childhood. Go back to your youth. Yeah, I get that. And I think about it, use your illusion, one and two, appetite for destruction. There is no better than fucking the fucking serpent. Give me some Axel fucking Rose. Sure. I do want to dock him a point because sure. I do remember him. <laughs> You're like, sure. you don't even need to hear why I'm docking him a point. Uh, do you remember when he showed back up to, it was like the MTV Music Video Awards or something. Yes. And it was like, I don't know, 15 years after that came out. I think he was probably like mid forties. He was going to do the serpent. I think he was wearing like a Raiders jersey. And yes. you could tell he just got like fucking gassed yeah he was like he needed, oh yeah he needed a treadmill trip before that. yeah like, you can't pull that out and you also too know like there was like a bunch of buzz because he had like a the biggest like thickest bandana like brett michaels-esque bandana yeah. and these weird like red almost like braids not really sure what it was and they're like is, does axel rose have a wig like this is bizarre this is really weird yeah, yeah. age did not um suit him well for sure and also too being like a total bizarre weirdo and working on i think it was chinese democracy this like much discussed you know magnum opus from from axel rose that he like worked on for 10 years and then it finally came out and it's like oh, what the fuck is this you know what i mean like but for a very from like the early 90s like when ma was just fucking rocking and rolling man there was nothing there was nothing better than a little fucking Axl Rose. Okay, so I'm going to give you 140 for his beats per minute during that MTV music video <laughs> award. Like, really got, oh. got it up there. Check it out before he passes out. Yeah. Uh, my, my number three is kind of coming from a different angle because you said top three rock and roll front men. You got to hats off this guy for creating a whole genre of music. And that genre was... Um, <laughs> the garage what um, 
Grunge. Grunge, yeah, yeah, Grunge, yeah. yeah. You're talking about Kurt Cobain? Kurt, Kurt Cobain, yeah. Yes, he was my other one that I had on there along with, I don't want to say it because he might show up on there. But yes, Kurt Cobain was was one that I, I bounced around a little bit. And, and, and yeah, I mean, what's what's better than the unplug, MTV Unplugged? Uh, that's what I was thinking of, yeah. Like the story that's just like also like he didn't like even tune his guitar. He just like, give me that guitar. Let's go. Like, let's yeah, yeah. Play. he didn't want to do it. it. Yeah. Can you imagine? That's one of the things that's like crazy to me. It's like, could you imagine being in that small little audience there to like listen to that? It's like, fuck, man, that would have been amazing. But he's very good. Short career, obviously, for obvious reasons, but impactful, right? Created a whole genre. Yeah. That. yeah. Crunch. Yeah. I'm going to say typically. Uh, he didn't care too much about the clothes he was wearing. I'm going to say it was about $27 from head to toe in his wardrobe because he was just like, fuck it. It's all about the music. That's I, I thought you were going to go. He weighed probably 135 <laughs> pounds. Trying to, 135. Yeah, I avoided the later years. Your turn, bro. <laughs> the later years. Um, so my number two, while I never saw him perform, I do love this band. I love their music. Going back in the the psychedelic seventies, a guy who I love this movie too, played by Val Kilmer, the doors. I'm talking about Jim Morrison. Oh, Jim Morrison. Fucking sex and danger. And like, just, just a wild mythical persona. Right. Uh, You know, leather pants, sticking your dick out on stage, getting arrested. All the, all the, all the hits. I need all of it. All the, all the hits. And not before we even get to the songs, didn't he like have a thing where he couldn't face the audience for a while or something? Like he was like kind of nervous. Yeah. He was, you know, I'm sure he just played it up, but yeah. Oh, I don't know actually. But yeah, he said he was like, you know, nervous in front of the crowd, which just had the, the, the women in the audience just seething because his voice is coming out there. They were working him up to a fever put pitch. Oh, and need to see that doorknob hanging down. Yeah. <laughs> the dangle, the angle of the dangle. <laughs> All right, so going from not being able to face the audience to whipping your dick out in front of them, that's spinning a whole 180 degrees, 180 <laughs> points. <laughs> uh, all right, this one kind of got shit on for me a little bit. I'm not like insane about their music. There's a couple jams I like, but when you think about just like just balls to the wall performer, electric can't take your eyes off of him when he's up there. None other than Freddie Mercury, my man. Yes. I, I I put him on my console bracket simply for the fact that I'm not a big queen guy. Yeah. But that guy can rock a fucking crowd. You know what I mean? Yeah. And even when he is on, like, even if it's not like jam a lot. And unfortunately, like if you haven't got the chance to see Bohem- Bohemian Rhapsody, uh, congratulations, like stay in that lane. You You're did it. <laughs> yeah. You made an excellent choice and still are to, to this day. Uh, yeah, not good in the movie, but it was just kind of when you see, like he actually has like the live aid concert. I think you can see him yeah. perform it. It's just like, it's insane watching him. Like yeah. just him, like just owning this stadium full of people and going nuts and just like, it's, it's, it's like gotta be on there. That's gotta be such an adrenaline rush to have like a hundred thousand people just like at your fingertip. Just you move this way. I'm gonna move you emotionally. It is like, hey, 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 and they go yeah. like, hey, hey, hey. it's yeah, it's wild. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Hey, 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 hey. So yeah, I just wanted to do it. I, he did something like that. I don't know if there's. I, I don't like. Don't quote me directly, but it was like that. No, no, no. It was a do That's what it was. Yeah, was it? Okay. Can't make fun of me. Yeah, just for that, there was a hundred thousand people in that audience. Hundred thousand points. Oh man. I should have. I should have. You better find a big. Big fucking performance, bro. And you're, oh, no, you're top. I'm down. I'm down a few, but that's all right. Um, you want to go console bracket real quick? Yeah, yeah, let's hit some. Um, I had Eddie Vedder 
on there as well too almost made it pearl jam fucking great mm-hmm. uh really the, the grunge era chris cornell Soundgarden. what a better voice than who's got a better voice than chris cornell yeah fucking amazing uh perry farrell scott wyland uh and you know what i really enjoy a little diamond david lee roth oh you know, yeah from fucking van halen oh yeah that's a pass for me bro oh come on man yeah that seems like like gimmick rock are those like even real i know people like love it but it's just like to kick like kick it around i just like i don't believe it it's either the one that has like i think it's like a mexican restaurant or barbecue restaurant that's sammy hagar i I said van halen not van hagar give me the og original yeah but you're talking about sammy with cabo wabo and okay yeah yeah. is that the same band is it a different band band? yeah yeah yeah. then then they had yeah then they had a yeah different singer david lee roth had an issue with the band and they kicked him out and then they went with Sammy Hagar and that's, mm. that's the, the crystal Pepsi, you know, right now that's Van Hagar. Yeah, it's definitely, yeah. it's like the, yeah, he's the, um, what's the name of that one cook guy? Names aren't coming to me today. What's oh, the- Guy Fieri. Yeah. <laughs> yeah he looks Guy like Fieri the- rock pants. Oh man, I should, I might edit it out because that joke was so on point. If I could have pulled the name. God damn, that would have been great. Little, little, oh, here. Listen up, everybody. We are Van Halen. Van Halen. This next song called Donkey Sauce. <laughs> oh, don't forget to pull your fries come free with your next burger coupon on your way to the stadium. <laughs> All right. Um. Ooh, that's good stuff. Uh. Yeah, that's on my constellation bracket. Beautiful. I love it. Um. All right. Number ones. Number one, buddy. Number ones. I think when you start your band one A, you got to get this voice down you gotta get this persona this energy mm-hmm. I'm talking one robert plant led zeppelin let's fucking go no there's dude would stuff his pants in super tight jeans get that cod piece working yeah fucking awesome this guy rocks i like i like the balls no pun intended that it's just like let's stuff the front of my pants everyone's gonna think it's stuff because it's just so insane but i'm still gonna rock it yeah but it's the 70s or late 60s and everyone's like I don't know. Could he have that big of a piece? I don't know. Thirteen inches? That looks insane. <laughs> looks nice. All right, I'm gonna slap you thirteen points on that one. Ooh, that's I'm, I'm in the hole. In the hole. <laughs> yeah, I need to get be disqualified. I got. I got uh, I, I just gotta find. Oh yeah, I gotta, yeah. I gotta, I gotta, you gotta go for it. Boz Lerman. No, I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. Who do you got? Uh, I'll give you a hint. Take a swing. Like I've seen this band in concert. Ooh, um, I don't know your concert history. Yeah, well, I've only been to like six, but I yeah. saw this concert like uh, two years ago. I actually saw it twice in like one month. Uh, I actually went to see him in Jacksonville. Man, this podcast going full circle. Uh, I'm going with oh. Mick Dagger, bro. Oh, damn it. That's right. I forgot. I was like, oh, I do remember you going and seeing them in Jacksonville or seeing something in Jacksonville. Mick Jagger, great one. Mick Very Jagger, good. yeah. It's just like he... <sighs> like still rocking it in his seven, like he did not look and it was just crazy. And just, just, and it's also like, I give hats off to the idea of singing this song, like for like 40 years, oh my like God. on the road, but like still bringing the energy for like every show. And he had that, like, and he's still like showing off his stomach. Like we want some. And I, I was like, and you look around and like these like 20, 30 year old women, they still want some. And I'm just like, this guy has like, I got to, I mean, game sees game, and it's just like this guy to like bring <laughs> right, right, exactly. He's real, he's the real deal. It was awesome. So yeah, I'll go most with that. people have, have referred to you as the Mick Jagger of podcasting. <laughs> I just wanted to 
<laughs> um, sweet brother, well, the victory goes to Brandana. Oof, you got me yet again. Good work. Uh, Nicely done, sir. That was really good. Good segment, bro. Thanks for pulling up. All right, Brandana Gambling Corner, bring us to the jam. coming up next sunday yeah are you excited sounds like we're stalling for time we're night we're not are you excited (laughs) i am excited yeah absolutely i I, i'm looking forward to this game yeah and i'm looking forward for some fun bets not just like you know spreads and overs and unders to bet on yeah so right now uh the line is the chiefs favored by three um that's pedestrian betting yeah uh but i mean make a bet for sure like pick one of those sides and put some money on but these are those props you kind of find on the side. I don't really, I'm not into fucking around with length of the national anthem. Um, like the coin toss is insane to me. Cause it's just like, I mean, you can Heads or tails. coin toss anywhere. So I bring it there. Like the color of the Gatorade is a pass. Like all these things that are like kind of random. I like a little bit of just like, here's my take. Like this is why I did it. And, and how do the equipment managers for either side not get together and be like, Yo, it's plus six fifty for blue. Let's just make blue Gatorade. Who yeah, the fuck are, you know what I mean. Like, yeah, the story with the props is if anybody's wondering, like, and I wondered this for years also. The way they don't, this is like, it's the same as the mat, the mattress king or whatever for the Astros, saying like all your mattresses are free. Like if the Astros win and stuff, like it's yeah. it's so worth the promotional value of these casinos and their websites to get people. Up. And there's also a cap on it. You can't bet two thousand dollars that the Gatorade's going to be red. Oh, like, how much? Like they all have on. different. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. So you can't, it can't like this big conspiracy where it was just like, oh man, like uh, cameraman, make sure that you show like Travis Kelsey first, like during the national anthem. Like you can't pay that cameraman like twenty thousand, so you put a hundred thousand on it. To, like make that makes out. sense. Yeah, it makes sense. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, okay, buddy. So let's get into them. I did. Uh, here's the one I picked. I know I sent you the list, so I know you can poke around there. Yep, I'm looking down at it as we speak. Yeah. Uh, so funny what I just brought up showing first during the national anthem, it's Kelsey minus 145 versus Gronk at plus 105. So that means Kelsey is slightly favored. I love Kelsey here. Uh, I want give me Kelsey minus 145, the favorite. And this is, and this is over, like of the two of them who gets shown first, Gronk yes. or Kelsey yes. during yeah. the national anthem when they do the typical showing all the players. I just think Kelsey is a little, I think they want to hit the highlights in the beginning. And then kind of go and Gronk, you know, he's, he's a little bit of the old guard. And I just think Kelsey is just like, you know, the best tight end in the league right now. So I think when you're ranking that camera time, you're going to want to go to Kelsey first. And it's, I like it. It's got to be during the national anthem too. Cause I'm trying to think about how they typically do that. They do big aerials. They focus on, on the person singing, then they're going to find somebody. So of the two, two, here's the, here's the other. I'll, show, I'll show everybody. They'll show they everybody, yeah. Yeah, because they'll do the wide shot. I think it's like they start like, oh, say, okay. yeah. and then once I like they kind of going, sing more. Like that, they'll start doing like the like the fade in on just yeah. the single shots yeah. of the players, the coach, just kind of almost like a roll call. Here's my other thing: why I like your bet on this too. Yeah. Of the two of them, who's most likely to get caught up emotionally, which we know they'll show during the national anthem? Gronk, who's about as emotional as a fucking you know pamphlet. 
Yeah. Or, <laughs> or one Mr. Travis Cousin. Maybe he gets a little caught up. Maybe uh, he gets yeah. a little fired up. Maybe like, yeah. So uh, Kelsey, he'll have that like definitely stone cold, like stoic look. Gronk will probably might have a little bit of that. What's going on? Oh yeah. Like, where <laughs> where are we? Yeah. Oh, wait, is, that's time, right. is it time to play yet? Oh, this is the order of events. That's right. I forgot. Right. If, um, now, if the bet was who is most likely to have the look of, I, I'm holding in a fart face. Definitely Gronk. Gronk, Gronk is minus a thousand on that one. Uh, who do you think the favorite is amongst the quarterbacks, Mahomes or Brady, to show first? Brady. Just take a guess. Brady. It's Brady. Yeah. It's got to be Brady, right? I mean, he's the yeah, brand so, ambassador for the NFL for the last twenty years. Yeah, it'd just be interesting to see if they go back. And then, um, who do you think is the favorite with Arians and um, Randy Reed? Yeah, Andy Reid. Oh, I'd say Andy Reid for sure. Yes, for sure. Yeah. Okay, that was, that was a fun segment. You got two. We went two for two. Great. Um, <laughs> a Super Bowl MVP. The bet I like here is I like Tom Brady at two hundred. Uh, okay. If you, if you think the Bucks have Buccaneers a chance, are going to win, then you're getting more bang for your buck because there ain't no way the Bucks win unless Brady throws like three ints and Brady doesn't get the MVP. There's just no yeah. chance. So it's just it's just better better odds for your money if if you were gonna do the money line for the tampa bay buccaneers do this bet instead oh i like that yeah 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 i that oh interesting yeah if you're gonna yeah that makes sense yeah because you're right because it's like they're not gonna give it to fucking mike evans or chris godwin no. they're going to get it like you said unless they knock tom brady out of the game and then just through grit and mustard they end up winning it'd be impossible yeah, it, it'd just be impossible. It's like sometimes, especially with those MVPs, but like it's not worth it for um, Mahomes. Mahomes, yeah. Get your turn your fucking brain on. Uh, yeah, for Mahomes. Uh, yes, I was just gonna say for this Brady bet, it's plus one forty nine is the Buccaneers money line. Plus two hundred is how much you get for Tom Brady MVP. So if Ooh. you were gonna go Bucks money line, just go Brady MVP instead and increase your take in by twenty five percent. I love I that. that. I math. love that's a sneaky yeah. little hack right there for for all of our Tampa oh. Bay listeners that are out there. <laughs> fucking both fire guys. both you guys. Yeah. You get call your call our Jacksonville friend. Uh, <laughs> so this one this one's a lot of fun to me. Uh, it's definitely a long shot and a Hail Mary, but listen to this. So there are props where you can pick the exact score of the Super Bowl. Ooh, yes. I've seen some of these. Someone actually hit on Chiefs Bills, 38-24. I saw on, nice. on uh, a betting link that they bet like 50 bucks and won like 10 grand on it because they're like, or they bet like 100 bucks because it was like, it was like plus 10,000 for the, that score or something like that. It was crazy. Yeah, tell me what you think about this score. Kansas City 34, Tampa Bay 24. Ooh, I like it. Sitting at 58 points. The over is 56 and a half. I like that because I like the over. Yeah. I like this. I like this. Yes, yes, yes. Plus 12,500. Ooh. $100 wins you 12.5K. I mean, that just makes the game fun to watch. Every fucking field goal. Do we need two field goals? (laughs) from the from the chiefs and one field goal from the from the uh uh buccaneers excuse me yeah. sorry turn my fucking brain on <laughs> uh yeah one of us have to have it on i'll yeah. do the math you come up with the names we'll be all good here's what you do though if you do want to do these exact score games i would find four games that you like that are around or four totals final scores that you like 
that are around plus 12.5 K put a hundred on each. So now you're just playing for like plus, you know, 31. Yes, you're, you're, you're in a range. Yeah. 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 yeah but you're kind of like, you cover a range there. So you don't have to get super greedy and there's like different scores that you can kind of say, and that would, that'd really make it fun. It's just like, Oh boom. yeah. Fuck. Yeah. Cause once you're in that, in the zone, you're like, all right, the worst would yeah, be is like, this, can have this. Yeah. yeah. The worst would be like a super high scoring second quarter. And you're like, I don't need any more points. Yeah. Stop fucking scoring. Oh, trust me. Bethany's long shot. There's lots of worse and very few nailed it. But <laughs> are you going to bet? Are you going to bet Brandana on Patrick Holmes rushing yards this year? Are you going back to the well? Oh man. Uh, I'm not, I don't think so. I got to actually look up what that under over was. It burnt me so bad uh, for you guys. Scoring. New- to the potter don't remember uh those three kneels he took at the end of the game actually took me out of the money he went into the fourth quarter <laughs> up on the rushing yards and then taking knees that's negative rush yards <laughs> um, all right here's an interesting one longest penalty over under 15.5 so if you oh have- i like this all day i like the, this all day the under is plus 185 you're almost getting two for one on your money to say that there's not going to be a pass interference. And I can see it's a super bowl. Let's swallow our whistles like a PI. Like that's, that's what this bet is. You like the over. I do. Yeah. I mean, I do like the over on that. Cause it's, I mean, both these guys are going to challenge downfield. Yeah. There's going to be something. And, and here's the thing that I like the over on this because just watching the, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers in last week, very handsy. You don't think that they're going to get handsy with some of the speedsters downfield? Yeah, or, probably. I just or, yeah, like that the they're going to get them early on, and we're not going to even see the deep throws over top. Uh, so here's, the, I mean, the under. I also like the kind of bang for your buck on it because the under, um, the under forty five or the under fifteen yards was. You said plus eight one eighty five, right? Plus plus one eighty five for the under. And if you want to do the over, then the over is, uh, I think it's like minus uh, 180. So you got to pay a little bit more money to see that pass interference. Yeah. So you say betting 180 to 100 that there's going to be a PI call. Yeah, that, that I don't like. But to your point, like, so this is the thing that, this is the thing is, is that you're saying is, is and for all these bets that we're talking about, the, the, the potential and payout is better. I think that there might happen a, a, a PI over uh 15 yards but i'm not gonna bet 100 bucks on it but i will bet 100 bucks to win 180 that it could say under exactly I mean? yeah because that's the problem you, you'd have to bet like you'd have to bet 180 to win 100 that there will be a pass interference yes and and i don't and i wouldn't want to risk that much yeah but to so for like a, yeah, for a nominal don't... investment that's a that's a worthwhile bet because because it could they could keep it like you said if they swallow their whistles early on you know we know they're going to challenge downfield but maybe they let them play a little bit. And that's kind of what the Super Bowl has been known for. Yeah, or if they're like, going to call it, it's all going to be stuff that's like, you know, the the, the five-yard holdings, right? Because they're just going to be grabbing Tyreek Hill at the line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Hopefully they'll get back and the ball won't be in the air. Um, this one I went just because of who's performing in a halftime show. Who's my boy, The Weeknd. Ooh, The Weeknd. Over under costume changes, 0.5. And the under is plus 240. So betting 100 to win 240 that says he doesn't change his clothes through the entire show. The weekend is the boy that walked the entire, like the red suit for yes. all of last year. He is not oh. a stranger to keep it on the same outfit. So I think, and I think there's something just a little bit about like the music is more important than me, like trying to like change into all these shiny suits. 
I haven't seen him in concert. I don't know what the whole score is with this, but I like the payoff on this at plus 2.4 to 1. I, I am. See, this is where I, you would have sucked me into the over because I thought the whole pomp and circumstance of the halftime show is costume changes. Yeah. Now this little info on the tidbit here, plus 240. I like this better than the PI, my friend. <laughs> it'd be fun. It'd be fun to make eyes glued to the television set and just just like, why is Brandon screaming, stay in the same fucking suit? Right, like, right. Over, over. <laughs> They're like, I'd be like freaking out. I'd be like, he added a hat. Does that count? Does that count? <laughs> you gotta take those clothes off. There is an opportunity for, uh, will there be a wardrobe malfunction? A no at minus 5,000. So uh, if you're very foolish with your money, you can bet five grand to win a hundred that all costumes go as they're supposed to go. Yeah, what does that even mean, wardrobe malfunction? We, oh, we've seen God. a titty. We've seen the weekend's titty come out. <laughs> um, weekend's dong. The weekend does his Jim Morrison. There you go. There's there you a- go. Boom. Back, uh, back at it. There you that's go. That's why you guys. That's, that's 360 right there. Um, how many players have a passing attempt? I love making this bet each year. Um, it's always over, over, under, set at 2.5. Uh, I like the over at plus 120. Um, It's pretty close to a pickup. This, I mean, this covers, you know, QB injury, God forbid, this covers fake punt. And it also covers like halfback wide receiver pass, which is we're dealing with Andy Reid. So there's got to be some things in the playbook that we haven't seen yet. Uh, We know Tom Brady's, when they try to do the, the, um, the, oh, the Julian, yeah, the Julian Edelman. Yeah. 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 So we know like Tom Brady's game to get, (laughs) to go and get like a little crazy with playbook so we'll see yeah uh, and bruce, bruce arians knows no stranger to, to mix it up too i like it i like give me that plus what would you say what for two and a half is plus what plus 120 yeah give that let's get on that it's just it's fun to root for also like you just kind of see yeah. him which is crazy is i did this bet last year i missed it but they went to god who, the chiefs went to someone and he was gonna throw it but he's afraid he's gonna throw an interception so he just went like down with the ball like he pulled back to throw it and then didn't end up throwing it Oh, was it was that Demarcus Robinson? Was that Robinson? Oh no, no, oh no, it was Kelsey. Wasn't it Kelsey? I don't think it was Kelsey. Oh, okay, maybe not. Okay, never mind. I don't know. Drink everybody. Um, how many times will Giselle be shown? This might be my lock of the week. Um, you are paying a little bit. It costs 230 to win hundred, but um going the over at 1.5. So are we gonna see her at least two times? Yes. Like <laughs> for sure. <laughs> Zero doubt. For sure. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, yeah. I like that. I like that. You're going to have to pay, but yeah, you know. It's, yeah, a, it's pay a little a, bit, but because this is covers good or bad. Like, we both know, like, she can be vocal. She will be clapping her hands. Like, Brady throws an interception, frustrated with himself. Boom. Giselle shot. Brady throws a touchdown. He's excited with himself. Boom. Giselle shot. Yeah, and if they're up, I mean, even shit, even if they're up, I like if you're all INTs, too. I can tell where you want this game to go. You're like, INT City. Boom. Giselle. Um <laughs> But yeah, if they start to win, oh lordy, they're yeah. gonna be cutting back there. She's gonna be losing her mind. Yeah, yeah, that's a great point. Like, yeah, if they're up by like ten in the fourth quarter, or whatever, and it's kind of looking like it's go and like, but and then that's when they're just gonna start talking about goat forty three, all this stuff, and it's gonna keep cutting up to his wife for sure. Mm-hmm. Let's for pay a little sure. bit of money there. Um, all right, just have three more time, three more for you guys, but we'll fly through them. How many times will the chains be used for measurement? Um, Twice. Over one point five is plus one fifty five. Yeah, so I th- a little bit of money there. Yeah, yeah, I think twice. Yeah, I love this. I mean, it's just like it's the NFL. Also, they, there's a reason to change there because they like to drag the shit out. <laughs> right. You know, they gotta get another Pepsi spot in. Yeah, exactly. And if you know, if one of the coaches, if 
if it's close and it gives them a little bit of time to make the next decision or decide to go for it in fourth, then they'll request to send that chain gain out. And I think the Super Bowl, you're probably more likely to get that for sure. granted. So um, make a little bit of money there. Time remaining on the clock after first score. Time remaining on the clock after first score. And this is field goal or? After touchdown. first score, yeah. First score, uh, yep. So this is, oh, make sure I get these odds right. Yep. Um, so I went 14.30 to fit the full 15 minutes. So I'm saying a score in the first 30 seconds. Kickoff return. Kickoff return. Or, you know, like uh, it's plus 3,500 is the odds. Yes. So, I mean, that's 35 to one, but it's the, yep. So give me the kickoff return. Um, give me Mahomes just, just walking out there and just being like, here's how, here's how this game's going to be dictated. And just like, just go in yard, like the very first play of the game, just send in, you know, just, just going Tyreek just just cheetah down there with like fresh legs and let's go and let's see, let's stretch the field immediately. And maybe he gets his man beat. So if you're hoping for that, here's what you're hoping for. You're hoping on the kickoff bucks win it because, and hopefully they defer because usually if the chiefs win, they've always historically deferred to yeah. the second half. So you're hoping that that's how that shakes out. So you at least can get kickoff plus a Mahomes bomb. Yeah. Or then I'd just have to be rooting for like a Tampa Bay. Cause I mean, I don't see less something like really weird. Happens pick six. Yeah. Just breaks one. Um, and then speaking of pick six, my last one, no turnover in the game. It's interesting. Ooh. Plus plus 700, seven to one. I could see these two guys like taking care of the football. I mean, yeah, um, yeah. Yeah, obviously it counts fumbles also, but I could see no no INTs and no fumble. I could see it is some really disciplined football by these two teams in the Super Bowl. I like this, I, and because I, I like uh, I like Mahomes learning from past performances, improving, being dialed in, focused, yep. not uh, not not trying to force anything. Yeah, exactly. And, and, and I like Brady being super conservative in this game. You know what I mean? Yep. If he's if he's going to have to fire and we're not, he's not going to do that where blitz is being missed and he's going to throw it up to the heavens to Mike Evans. You know, he's going to, exactly. he'll take the sack. He'll fall down. Yep. That's, that's exactly right. I mean, I think there's two different game plans here. I mean, the chiefs obviously like to get off to the races and want to go like a real thing. Tampa Bay is just like methodical. Let's just keep this game. Let's, you know, pick our three spots. They, they want to do exactly what, I mean, part of their offense is going to be exactly what the Patriots did to the Rams two years ago is let's keep the, the best defense is keeping Mahomes cliche alert on the bench. <laughs> so uh, didn't tell us fast enough so we could so, turn down the volume. <laughs> no, everyone was like, Oh, what, what oh. pearl of wisdom? Oh yes, of course. So I think they, I think they're going to want to lean heavily on Fournette and, and uh, uh, Ro- Rojo, Ronald Jones. What a podcast, bro. So good. What a pot guys get your pop bets in. And the next time you'll be listening to us, the Super Bowl will be in the rear view mirror. But yeah. We'll definitely we'll recap a little bit. Do we yeah. want to do we want to do we want to touch base on Mad League a little bit? Little 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 droplets yeah. of info on what's Mad League? Yeah. So gentlemen, oh you go for it. You, you, you no, buddy, no, please. Go. No, I love no. it. I'm just gonna get this hat further down on the face. Here we go. I'm hey, gonna do it. Do it. Um Mab League spots are available. Ladies and gentlemen, all of our lady listeners, you know you want in on this. Uh, we're going with a 14-team season, eight eight teams, 14-game season. Excuse me, not 14-team. I know. Coaches, you're going to draft coaches. Ooh. Hundreds of your best 
all-time NBA players updated for the 2021 NBA 2K stats. So owner Trent, if you're trying to get back in there, no whining about Kawhi Leonard. Yeah. Uh, playoffs, uh, structure playoffs, three games going with a five-game final. Who's down for this? Who is fucking in for this? Play styles, yes. Oh, there's gonna be you choose your play style. Do I want to play seven seconds or left? Do I want to play all bigs, defensive lock em ups like Brandana's Nets? <laughs> gonna be an interesting, it's gonna be an interesting Mad League, folks. Get in oh. while you can. And the way to our hearts and the way to Mab League Dynasty is let a friend know. Tell them, tell us when you do that. Send us a little email, say, hey. My boy, I got him. He's in it. He also got three boys of himself for for himself as well, too, just because he loves the pot so much. But I'm in. Those three can't be in there because we don't want so many people in this league. But you get in there. You let us know. Oh, man. Plus, you get live commentary. With live awesome. commentary. And your boy, Brandana. Fuck yes. In the game on Twitch. Mab Sports. I forget what our Twitch channel is. It's <laughs> Mab Sports. You know what it is. But that one will be coming at you live. That's great. Uh, <laughs> yeah, guys, it's going to be so exciting. So if you played last year... Um, I mean, we just, it's like you got just kind of the basic sedan and you couldn't afford like the power windows and the CD disc yeah. changer and like the sunroof. I mean, this one, this Mad League's fully loaded. Going to want to hop in there. So get over there. Heated seats, brah. <laughs> Keep those cheeks warm. Um, guys, this has been MAB Sports Podcast, episode 153. Uh, MVP of the week, I got GameStop. Pretty amazing when your company is about an obsolete as a travel agent. And has the same investment interest as aspartame, yet still jumps 1,884%. Whoa. Stock I like price that. value. So I did buy 2K at GameStop. I, <laughs> I wonder if I helped contribute <laughs> a little bit to that. Um, beautiful. I love it. That was a great story. We'll probably do a uh, you know a talk about that later Have on. Time. Yeah. Uh, I'm gonna go Matt Stafford. Uh, much much appreciation for all <laughs> he did <laughs> for Detroit. He's a great QB. Uh, sad to see him go. Glad to see that he's going to a place where hopefully he can win something. So good on him. Guys, thanks for listening. Good luck with those prop bets. And we'll talk to you next week for episode 154. I am Brandana. Why don't you sign yourself off? Most awesome. Audience, when you get Mab Sports and you shove it down your pants, it's called a pod piece. Runway. Style. Fame. She likes fashion. Uh.